so we're in the process of trying to get Luke ready for daylight savings time because everything's rolling back. Yeah. And he's been going to bed a little bit later now, like 845. But that means we have to right. roll it back an hour. And we're trying to do that. Like tonight, we it was partly my fault because I put on, put on an extra song during song time. But he's like, I promise it won't be a long song. And then he puts on a five minute song. I'm like, oh, yeah. But he did actually <laughs> wasn't. No, it was Hollywood Nights by Bob Seger. It's such a good song, bro. I love it. It is a good song. Yeah. And and I'm it's he's four. I'm trying to give him new music. Like he says he picks random songs. Like we listen to Don't Stop Believing Tonight. Uh, by journey journey because <laughs> that's how they spelt it on the freaking lyric video they spelt it like n-a-y so every time Amazing. we have to watch it, i'm like journey and so he said it. i was like no it's journey no journey journey, journey. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was what a wonderful world by uh, louis armstrong and then i throw on bob seeger but like the other night it was uh industry baby by little nas x yeah like, like he's just got sometimes it's red bone yeah by, sometimes it's castaways you know back Yardigans feels like summer. Through. Yeah, like he's just got the most random. He's our his, too. His favorite song in the whole fucking world is Country Roads. So yeah. I mean, you can't so. hate that. So, but I've also been yeah. like reciting that to him since You've he was put, two days old. Yeah, exactly. Not even mm-hmm. he was still in the fucking belly, and you were playing that shit all the time. Malcolm's big on uh, Bobby McFerrin. Ooh, nice, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, and Harry Belafonte. Uh, oh, yeah. Luke got really into Pharrell's Happy for a while. Oh yeah, yeah he likes that was he liked the video. Yeah, he likes the video, but he likes Bruno Mars a lot too because he likes the um uh, he likes the monkey one and the uptown and funk. the uptown funk one. It's uh I uh, the, the la- it's a lazy song. Oh, the lazy know. song. Yeah. That's what yeah. it's called. Yeah, it's all like music we kind of like. Is what it really no, is. Like, <laughs> through Spotify, we got a Google Nest Mini for free. Yeah, so I just set it up today, and we've had it for like I don't know a year. Uh, because I initially tried to set it up with mine and it was being funky with my email account. I was like, fine, I'm putting this in a box for a while. And then I finally set it up today and I got to feel very old because the I just like searched for a cleaning mix because we were cleaning and it was called the cleaning throwback mix. And I was like, good, this will make me feel old. <laughs> and it was like Fountains of Wayne and Train <laughs> and like Follow Boy yeah. and like Mariana's Trench and oh stuff like gosh. that. And I was like, this isn't throwback. If you're throwing it back, you're throwing it back like two years. But it's not. We're old. Yeah. Yeah. We are old. It is. Surprising. And Pink was on there as well. And he was rocking out to Pink. And then also, um, what was the other one that he absolutely just like stopped whatever? Oh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. He oh, was like coloring one. and not paying attention to anything. And then Breakfast at Tiffany's came on and he just like started grooving. I it love it. Hell yeah. Love yeah. it. Great choice. Yeah, dude. We're, we're at the point now where the grocery store is playing my jams. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I'm you singing know. in the grocery store and stuff like as I'm shopping. Yeah. Like it's what really got me is when I started realizing like, 
songs that I grew up with are now being used for advertisements for like Cadillacs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, oh, I'm their market now. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. I can't I afford am. a Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> the podcast listeners will will now know that Malcolm is very much my son because if you want to stop him in his tracks and get him dancing. Dolly Parton's nine to five. Fucking fair. jams. I'm the same way, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, fair. You know what I mean? If it comes on in the car, he just goes, <gasps> and then starts dancing in his car seat. Yeah, <laughs> like, I can very much see the, the nature-nurture thing going on with our son, because there are certain things that I can just teach him that I know are not nature. You know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. like star wars like that's that's all nature but he loves it he's four years old he doesn't understand a goddamn thing that's no. going on other than their spaceships and explosions occasionally and they're shooting yeah. at each other yeah and pew, pew, pew. in between sometimes you get a robot and lots of talking which he doesn't like yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> that's, that's it um, yeah but spaceships dada spaceships but, gotta but, fast forward that shit to the next spaceship part <laughs> get through fucking the end of episode four pod race all right let's get to episode one Back 45 episode minutes one. in it you know <laughs> let's fast forward um but it's to the point where it's like every day like episode four episode eight and like i'm trying to like switch them up i'll be like do you want to watch like really cool spaceships yeah all right let's put on episode eight and i'll get like really into it and then he's like let's go play nascar and i'm like oh okay <laughs> i want to watch my movie though now <laughs> but i play nascar so there's that you do malcolm's good at like if it gets too uh if it gets too talky he just like puts his hand out of the screen he goes no no, no, and he'll just keep doing just it until now. either the talking stops and it goes back to an action sequence, or until we change it to something else. I, it's like I don't, no, I don't want to fucking hear it. Just shut yeah. your mouth, move on. Is it just me, or were like our cartoons more, more dialogue than they are now? I think I they know. were. Maybe um, I. He also doesn't like the production company logos at the start of the movie. He thinks that you've tricked him because he knows the movie Cars because he watches it like every day. Mm -hmm. But he hasn't like made the mental connection that the Disney logo comes on first. So like he's expecting Cars (laughs) to start when you hit play. So you hit play and then it goes to like a castle and then like panning out. He's like, like, what is this shit? And he's just like, no, no, this I specifically said Cars. I don't know what you're showing me, but this is not it. And then yeah. it like cars will start. And then he goes, okay. He's like, yeah, I didn't do yeah. anything, bud. Like that the production <laughs> company logo ended. And then the movie started. Yeah. So ours, when he was about Malcolm's age, it was all three cars. He'd watch them all. And he oh, had his, yeah, his favorite same. that he would watch, but he'll watch all three. And then he got to a point where he didn't want to watch any of them. And we're like, oh, shit, let's find something else. What else will he watch now? Because otherwise he's just screaming and jumping on us. (laughs) Um, We got to calm him down somehow. So we got him on other stuff. And then it was only Cars 1. And if you attempted to put on Cars 2 or Cars 3, it's screaming, running out of the room into the family room (laughs) where the boys are. And then peeping his head around the corner. And if it's still on, yell, no. screaming, no. Yeah, (laughs) until you change it to what he wants. (laughs) And so for like almost a year now, it was no Cars 3. Cars 3 is not fucking allowed in this house. (laughs) None. I will burn this house down before it plays in here. Yeah. And now, like I told him, I was like, 
because we haven't watched it for a while and he's been watching the first one and he's gotten into it kind of on like YouTube videos. And I looked at him because he's been watching like race car crash. He likes videos. watching cars yeah. crash. It's yeah. really fucked up, but he likes watching car crashes. Yeah. I don't know. Like it is what really it is. bad car crashes, like NASCAR crashes where they like blow up and light on fire and shit. Like that's his <laughs> jam. Like he's like, yeah, like it's anyway. So I looked at him one day and I could look and I go, you want to watch Lightning McQueen? He just kind of looked at me and I go, you want to watch Lightning McQueen? Big crash. And he was like, oh, Lightning yes. McQueen? Big crash. <laughs> and so I put on Cars 3 and he's been stuck on that for like two and a half weeks now. Now he won't watch any of the other cars. Now yeah. it's only Cars 3. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's how you get your kids introduced into movies. Real life birth control. Yes. <laughs> He's very particular in telling you what has to be on the TV, even if he has no intention of watching it and plans to be on the other side of the room out of view of the TV playing yes. with Lego. Yeah. Yes. Luke does that too. Like it'll literally be like time. Like he'll just be chilling on like his iPad and I'll be like hanging out with him on the couch. Like, okay, mom's going to watch something. Nope. Hell to the fuck. No, you are not mom. I am going to play on my tablet, but I would still like to listen to whatever I want to listen to. Yeah, marble race. Yeah, marble races on YouTube. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, bro. NASCAR crash on YouTube? No, I don't want to watch that. So we've gotten to the point where he'll say it at like 7.30 in the morning. I'll be like, no, YouTube's asleep. Yeah. Right? YouTube's asleep <laughs> from like when you wake up until like 7.30 at night and you get 30 minutes of it. <laughs> You're lucky you might get a little bit in the day if it wakes up, but it's asleep the whole time. And now he's like, he's picked up on it because yeah. now like he'll tell me like Disney Plus night. And I'm like, no, bro. No, YouTube is still not night. Disney Plus is awake. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> what do you want to watch? Marvel? Star Wars? <laughs> Pixar? Oh my God. Side note, can you believe the fact that I got through that whole intro with the Devin? Devin intro, though. I know. Well that just fire. In one take, too. Yeah. I was getting winded at the end. I almost had to stand up and walk around like I was Jerry fucking Maguire. <laughs> that shit was fire. That shit came out so good. It, thank you. I appreciate You're that. You're welcome. Yeah. Look at us. The nice fandom podcast. Not like how they're <laughs> on Twitter. The softball challenge fandom podcast. Yeah. Softball challenge fandom podcast. <laughs> we do sports too. Just me. <laughs> do you guys know about Remember the Titans? <laughs> no. Well, then I'm not talking to you. What about Mighty Ducks? <laughs> Either the films or the animated series. Either is a win, really. I mean, Emilio. I was like, Emilio. <laughs> if you don't get that reference, you're not old enough to listen to this podcast. Facts. Otherwise, go. Or cool enough. I, I was about know. to go say, go rent Night at the Roxbury, but you can't really do that. So just go on Amazon and search for that <laughs> shit. <laughs> go rent Night at the Roxbury. What? Right. On VHS. We've just dated ourselves. <laughs> yes. Be kind. Rewind. Oh. That's a good movie with Jack Black, by the way. Yeah, it is. Well, stats and info for yourselves. Boom. It can be rented for four ninety nine on Apple TV or YouTube. Yeah, you just don't have to go anywhere to rent stuff these days. Yeah. All right. Well, I was gonna look it up, but I don't want to do all that. That sounds like the a point lot of stands. Work. Yeah, you can rent it. It's easily found, and it's Will Ferrell. Enjoy. <laughs> Look, I just wake up in the morning and I piss excellence, okay? I'm a big, hairy, American winning machine. If you're not first, you're last. Oh, my God. I'm just saying. 
Like that's what we used to do before memes is just quote fucking Will Ferrell movies. No, we do not want to restart to install the latest Windows update. You can fuck the right off. Hang on. Okay. I don't know. That's our dog though, but uh, what is and the horn? It smells so bad. <laughs> Like, okay, first of all, I'm going to go on a rant real quick before we get into this. Why is every fucking thing I buy for my dog bad for it? Like, I can't give my dog any type of toy because none like stuffed animal chews them up, eats the stuffing. So that's a no go. You know, if I get her like a fucking chew toy, obviously not rawhide because I know it's bad for the dog. So I got her buffalo horns. Guess those are bad for the dog. But these motherfuckers last 19 months. So I'm just letting her get through this. There is literally nothing I can find that will last for her to chew on that is good for. So if you're listening to this and you know something, send it to Karina so I can fucking purchase this thing. Yeah, for a large dog that likes to chew on stuff. Like if it's a titanium block and the price is right, I will buy it. (laughs) Just saying. I don't know how that is for a teeth, but I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> I will inquire with friends who own Dobermans. Perfect. Yeah, if you own a large dog, Doberman, Rottweiler, Lab, Pitbull. That likes it. Yeah, the, the kinds that like to chew, like hardcore chewers. Yeah. The, she's nuts. The, the bones that they sell at the fucking, or the toys that they sell at PetSmart that's like strongest chew toy ever will last over a year and it's gone in 48 hours those kind of dogs let me know what you give them yeah because i want to know yeah inquiring minds Hey everyone, welcome back to the Challenge Fandom Podcast. Tonight we've got an episode of the Trash Talk Roundtable. That's right. Yeah. And tonight <laughs> we're doing the global cast. Yeah. Are you fucking ready? Because I'm, I'm so ready. Fucking, I'm so fucking ready. Sunday, 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 monster trucks. <laughs> Sorry. This we'll is you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Cha. <laughs> Oh my god. Drink a monster energy drink and then punch a wall and call yourself Kyle. <laughs> I don't know. That just came out of left field, but I'm going with it. What the fuck? Just oh, fucking like I said, marketing okay. mind, you just throw that shit at a wall and if it sticks, it works. <laughs> with that being said, thank you guys so much for joining us. You've got myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes. And we've got Tony, stats, and fucking info, Lance. Yes, that song is trademarked, so don't fucking steal it. I'm yeah. joking, it's not. If you want to steal it, you totally can. No. No, it's mine. It's, it's Tony. Canadian law rules, because, you know, <laughs> this is on Zoom and possession and Send whatnot. Send a goose after you. Fuck, those motherfuckers are mean. Yeah. yeah. You know what else is mean? This fucking cast. Yeah. It this is. legend's cast. And in case I didn't already say it, I'm going to say it again. If I did, either way, you're going to hear it right now. We're going to go ahead and go through the whole cast of, I don't know, Paramount Plus's MTV CBS, the Challenge Global Championship. I don't know if that's the proper World, name. World I think that's the working title. Yeah, yeah I don't said. give. A, yeah, it's on Paramount Plus. It's it was War of the Worlds, and now it's. Well, they had to change that. I was wondering what the fuck they were doing when they put that out originally. I was like, did you guys never? Do you not watch the show? Yeah, and then I saw Global <laughs> Championship, and that's how I found it. Is is it a different name now? It's world. It's, it's the world technically championship. world championship. Oh, whatever. It's stupid. Stupid names. 
God, it's just like OGs and like, and then it went we to like just, something else and then it went to All Star. Like, it's just, yeah. Can we just have a moment of silence to reflect on how poorly named this whole idea was? Like, they could have done it so much better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They could have been like, the challenges, fucking global madness. Just something. Oh, my God. I just came up with that right now. That's still better than the three names they came up with. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, but they did already have like a total madness. So like global man. I don't know. Look, and in case you haven't heard our Devin interview already, I'm just going to put this out there because this isn't a spoiler. How the fuck are you bringing the championship, but you're not bringing the reigning male championship? You just Jenny West, the male champion. And that's not right. That's not cool, man. That's not right. Anyways, um, I don't want to waste time anymore. Yeah, um, let's go ahead and get into this. Uh, heads up right now. I'm letting you know. We're going to talk about the Argentina cast first. We don't know shit about them because it hasn't aired, but we have names and we're going to name names. And if you don't want to know that, look in the fucking little notes and description that Karina gives. She's going to give you a timestamp to click on to skip past this. Yeah. That's your warning. Three. It's literally going to be a couple minutes. Though. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm going to waste a little bit of time right now because I have to change a setting on my phone because it's the battery keeps making the screen go down. <laughs> but while I do that, this is your time to not listen to the Argentina facts because I'm about to come with that shit right now. So the four people we're getting from Challenge Argentina is going to be Benjamin Alfonso. And then we're going to get Claudia Albertario. I probably butchered that last name, but I'm giving it my best effort right now. Um, yeah, well, he's going to fuck all these up. Yeah, so Google that shit and hit the <laughs> fucking little sound button. Uh, the other guy we have is Rodrigo. That's what you're getting for that one. And then we got <laughs> Sofia Jimenez. And I probably mispronounced that, and I apologize in advance. I'm not smart. <laughs> so there you go. But those are your four from the challenge, Argentina. With that being said, ladies and gents. If you are tuning in from skipping that, you're 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 really lucky because you didn't have to listen to that. Just me butchering shit. Oh my god. Oh yeah. So that you might was, want to rewind it. That was great. Anyways, so let's go ahead and hop into Challenge UK. You guys want to go ahead and do that? Let's do it. Are you yeah. right there? Can you breathe? I'm good. I got right. it. We're good. Okay. So I'm just going to kind of go at random on this for the Challenge UK. And the first one on my list is going to be Kaz Crossley. Now, with Kaz Crossley, I know Tony has put the time in to watch Challenge UK, all five episodes of it, and says it is actually a really good season. So if you guys have not watched it, you have Paramount Plus. Hop on there and check it out. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch it. What was your impression of Kaz? And are you excited to see her on this global world championship of the worlds? Yes, I am. Um, (laughs) She's actually one of my favorites from the jump. Oh, nice. The issue that I had with watching it on Paramount Plus, which they have now corrected, but the episodes went to preface this. There are five episodes total. The episodes went one, three, four, five. <laughs> that would irritate so the shit out of me. <laughs> I watched episode one and then the previously on was about shit I'd never seen before. <laughs> and people were eliminated that I thought were still in the game. You're and like, I what was the like, fuck? Maybe, maybe I missed something. Maybe I screwed up by hitting next episode. Nope. Two <laughs> wasn't there. Uh, I did realize I did see that two is there 
now. Oh, There's a great. chance that I may go back and watch it. But once again, five episodes total. Just make sure that they're numbered one, two, three, four, five. And chances are you've got them all. If the numbers <laughs> go one, three, four, five, that means either you're using the timeline of Fast and the Furious or you've missed an episode. So <laughs> figure it out. Anyway, that was my rant. Kaz is from Love Island and X on the Beach. What really grinds your ears, Tony? <laughs> Not being able to figure out one through five. <laughs> Fair. We'll get into some more of that later. But so about Kaz, she's from Love Island, you said, UK? Yeah, Love Island and X on the Beach. Nice. She also does um, Boy Thai. She's like super strong. She's the winner for UK. Nice. Oh, wow. I'm assuming that I'm spoiling that. It's all right. I don't. I'm going to put timestamps for like if they want to skip any of this, though. Everything's going to be timestamped. She's the first Love Islander to actually win a challenge season. Hell yeah. That's That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Okay. Because I was thinking, but never mind. Anyways, you're correct. Let's go. Stats and info. <laughs> well, you know what else was nice about Challenge UK? Hmm. All through the final, they gave screenshots with the timestamps of how everybody finished their checkpoint. Do you know what that helped me know? Who was actually how really everyone good? was doing yeah. in yeah. the final that I was watching made it a lot easier to understand what was going on. Yeah. I was also able to see how well people were doing because Imagine I could tell that. where they had placed. In the standings that were on my screen that I could see with the timestamps. Wow, what was that like? They're getting real wild with these fucking foreign versions. Right? I know, right? Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was baffling. It also mm-hmm. let me know that um, Tristan came in first by an hour. Wow. wow. Yeah. So, oh, and Tristan's from Made in Chelsea. I don't know what that is, but apparently he was Made in Chelsea. Mm. Yeah. Okay, fair. Yeah, that's all it says. Made in Chelsea. It doesn't give me a description. I'm I'm not on the link to read no, through it. No, it's all good. That's so, fair. Yeah, and then... Made in Chelsea. All right. So I take it Tristan was a pretty strong competitor on there as well. He was. He, he kind of played like a CTS game where he just like, he was there, but he wasn't out at the front of the pack. He was seen as a threat, but it seemed like nobody could really do anything about it. He, like, he didn't, I don't believe he won. Yeah, he didn't win a daily. He had never been sent into elimination. He was just able to like cruise through despite everybody talking about how much of liability was going to be if he got to the final mm. and how much of a problem he was going to be. But still, they just like they Nothing either, they could do. the right people weren't in power at the right time to do anything about it. Yeah. But like I said, he blazed through it. He was an hour ahead of the next male finisher. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. And his fun fact is that he's actually tied with Kenny for being the only other challenger to not win a daily or an elimination and then go on to win that season. Wow. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Yeah. So tell us about the other woman that's from uh, Challenge UK, Zara. Zara. So yeah. initially, like first episode, because I already knew who was coming from Challenge UK. Mm-hmm. I was like, really? Because. <laughs> She's very slight, and I was kind of surprised that she was going to be like that out of the whole cast that she was the one who's picked. Mm. And then I started watching the season. I was like, nope, that makes total sense. Oh, okay. She's an absolute badass, and she's strong as hell. Everybody, like, everybody was talking about how strong she was to the point where one of the other guys in the final said, 
I want this person if it's puzzles. I want this person if it's endurance. And he said, like, if it's physical, I want Zara. So, wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. I'm and looking forward to seeing her then. She came in second place by a minute. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. So it's going to be a competitive yeah. field. That's awesome. Yeah. What about the, the final person from Challenge UK, a uh, gentleman Nathan. named Nathan Henry? He is one of my favorite people from the entire season. Oh, really? He's from Geordie Shore. And mm-hmm. I looked it up and based on he's been on since season 10. So he would have had a couple of seasons, I think, overlapping with Kyle. Mm-hmm. Very similar in personality. Like he's funny as hell. But he's also like super charismatic. He's good in the challenges. He actually won balls in against an Olympian who competed in judo. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Jesus. All right. So I'm in, what I'm feeling like you're saying is these four are someone, if you haven't watched Challenge UK, you should put in the five episodes before global before world starts. World, yeah. Global world starts. <laughs> Yeah, I would say um, they're ones to watch out for. And then for flagship, I could honestly see pretty much anybody from this cast coming over to flagship. Mm. Um, Specifically, there's um, a guy named Callum who was in the final as well as a guy by the name of AJ and then a girl named Arabella. They're the ones that like AJ was basically targeted from the jump and still made the final despite being sent into a limita- into elimination several times. Wow. Including the episode I didn't get to watch <laughs> where he went in against his brother. Ooh, that's wow. tough. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I think it was the it was the the one that that Bamber did this season oh, with the yeah. ball that's got all the handles on it. Yeah, yeah. the the yeah. their version of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm going to want to check the season out. It sounds worth yeah, checking I'm out. Yeah, like, going to watch and, it. And like they have some pretty decent competitors. Now, I also know you watched Challenge U- uh, Australia. Mm-hmm. Sure I almost did. said Challenge UK. Anyway, <laughs> nah. Challenge Australia. And we got another four competitors from them. Why don't you tell me a little bit about Grant Crap? Crop? Crop? Crap? I think it's crap. Crap. <laughs> and that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Because Bananas and Wes are both on this season. Yeah, that's... Oh, and that's not going to go well. No wonder Devin's not on it. Jesus. Uh, yeah. that, right there, They're that's like, the uh, answer. Grant's last name's crap. We can't put Devin on there. <laughs> you put all oh, three... Oh, crap. You put, you put all three of those uh, together with this guy. It's like going to be fucking the Avengers. We Middle school? Fucking all the Chris's and Robert Downey Jr. together. Yeah. Just quips nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of surprised that he was on the cast. Simply because, like, he went out in around the middle. Mm, okay. Not a bad competitor at all. Um, he went into, I think he did balls in. I think he did balls in of one other one that he, uh, he did balls in and he did the spelling Ebe one with the tires that uh, Derek and Shannon did on Challenge USA. Oh, where they had okay, to run okay. back and forth with the tires and they had to spell oh, words okay, backwards yeah. to see you had yeah. more tires. Right, right. So he won. That was so um, weird. I think he yeah. won both of those. And then I forget which one he actually went out on, but he he was in the minority alliance. So they kind of just got picked off. Oh, uh, yeah. Just, yeah. No, I got so, you. So luck of the draw. But there were, there was one guy that I really liked on the season. His name was Ryan. And 
he just like I don't understand why he's not in the running why he wasn't in the running for global but or world champions or whatever the hell it's called. But <laughs> it's it global very, world championship yeah, There we go. Yes. <laughs> Incorporated LLC fucking S Corp. <laughs> Esquire the third. Um, but it could just be that he didn't that he said no. Like Yeah. I I have no credible source, but I think that I heard someone say that several people from Australia were asked and they mm-hmm. turned it down, but I have no, I have nothing to back it up. I heard it once and I have no idea where I heard it from. Gotcha. So okay. That could be where it came in, but it could have also been the fact that uh, post the game, like post the challenge, uh, he and Emily are now dating. Mm-hmm. Emily Seabomb. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about Emily Seabomb since she's in, in global world Esquire championship. Esquire yes. championship. She is a gold medal Olympian. Oh, fuck. Oh, wow. Better, okay. than, so, better than Lolo, right? Yeah, she's a swimmer and she's a badass. Ah, nice. And she also takes absolutely no shit from anyone. Fuck yeah. I like she's that. She's also in the minority alliance, but you wouldn't be able to tell that by the way that she was interacting with the people who are in the majority alliance because she just antagonized the shit out of them the entire time. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. She was the one who actually was partnered with Grant on Balls In and actually ended up taking out Ryan in that elimination. Oh, shit. Wow. So they kind of it was one of those situations where Minority Alliance went in against each other. Right. So, yeah, I mean, and she did the dodgeball one with the the faces like that Jack and Laurel. Oh did. yeah. Where you had, um, yeah. With Jordan mm-hmm, and Anissa. Yeah. I was gonna say all around, but it seems like Emily always, and the Emily name always comes into the challenge typically with a, a typical badassness about them. Like Emily Schramm. I L Y Emily's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll make that distinction real quick, huh? Just real, just, just. <laughs> <laughs> The, separation <laughs> the other one from challenge australia that i was actually really surprised to see i mean just based off stature but i'm going off a photograph yep. and not what i've really seen but then kind of looking at his previous shows it makes sense is a gentleman named troy cullen is that correct yes okay tell us about troy because i know you've talked to me a little bit about him before favorite from the jump mm. he was the one that i was immediately like drawn to he was the one that he was quiet and he, he is shorter in stature. So I was like, OK, I want to see what this guy can do, because I knew he was from Ninja Warrior. Yeah. And he uh, he won four out of the eight dailies. Oh, wow. Jesus. He went into um, that same the ball with the handles on it. Mm-hmm. He was in that elimination for Australia. Mm-hmm. And it was basically like a Joss versus Derek situation yeah i seen clips uh, yeah i seen that i seen that one yeah and he came out like battered and bloody and bruised and winning yeah but they did it different with australia they finished that particular elimination and then went to the final like from the zone they went right into the final from there and the first thing they had to do was that number puzzle that Mm -hmm. bananas and naughty struggled with Oh, yeah. Well, that everybody struggles with, really. Yeah. They had to do that before they slept on the very first night of the final after the elimination. Okay. Oh, Jesus. It sounds like it was a pretty intense one. Yeah. 
So this, that, this pretty much that, this, this, that, sorry, that portion is pretty much wrapped up as far as the global audience goes with UK, Australia, and Argentina. Did we talk about Kiki? We did oh, not talk about Kiki. I did not. Oh, fuck, Kiki. Goddamn, Kiki. I thought Shame. Kiki was part of the American Shame. version, the USA version. And, and I could be forgiven for that. I can be forgiven <laughs> for true. that because Kiki McRae, even though she may not be on this season, I'm willing to bet she makes an appearance more yeah. than once. Willing She's to bet. Be talked about for sure. She better. Just saying. So, Kiki, do you love me? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Tell us about Kiki from Australia. Absolutely underestimated her. I didn't necessarily think that she was there to like properly compete, mm. which my bad. She was, <laughs> she was, I was incorrect. She won the tire. Like she was partnered with Grant for the tire race thing. Mm-hmm. And she actually took out Emily. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, and she, I don't remember the place, the place things in the final for her. Like I know that obviously the people who go on to the challenge worlds are the winners. So like she beat out the other women in the challenge, but one of the other women was from survivor um, Australia mm-hmm. and she was an absolute badass and was yeah. like right on her heels the entire time. And it was really close between the two of them. I think it was, I, th- I want to say it was only a couple of minutes difference. Whereas like Troy finished about 20 minutes before wow. the next person. Right. Okay. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, like the women were out like in the two seasons that I saw the the women were really close. Yeah. And then the guys, there's a much larger distance. Okay, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through both, obviously, before Global World Championship Esquire LLC starts on the 8th. But I do want to watch UK. I do want to really watch UK. Um, Australia, I will probably try to watch, but I probably won't, like you said, get through it before Worlds starts. I mean. Not to discredit the season, but you can probably watch the first episode or two just to get a feel for the people and then watch the final. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. I will say. Um, That'll help. I want to say the host name is Brioni. They were amazing. They were awesome. I heard. I'm stoked to see how the hosts that I've seen all interact mm-hmm. because it's really it's it'll be a really interesting dynamic, even just with these three. Yeah, I can see TJ totally jiving with both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I'm I'm actually excited to see how they're gonna do that. Like, if it's gonna be like like all the hosts, or if like at one time, or if they're gonna like split up. Spell off. Like, yeah, you know, like TJ will host this one, and then you know, like the. I don't know names and stuff, but like the UK host will host this one. And then like the Australian host will host this one and yada, yada, yada host, not host, 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 (laughs) (laughs) Guggenflame. Sorry, I had to. (laughs) Karina's fucking shouting out to my ancestors. Zogmus. Yeah, y'all didn't know I knew that, did you? Anyways, now I I will tell you two things about or one thing about each. So for Australia, I'm trying to find my notes here. They were the first challenge with no disqualification since Inferno. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Which I didn't even realize that we had had that many disqualifications. Yeah. Yeah. You think about about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Medical and 
fights altercations and, and everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Vinny. Yeah. Fucking Vinny. <laughs> Sorry, With that UK, was just the though, first like, one that popped <laughs> in my head, Vinny. All of the challenges were slightly different. Like for both Australia and UK, there were tweaks on either what we've seen in Rider Dies or Challenge USA. Mm-hmm. In the tire portion, where they were like carrying the tires, whatever. For the UK, they had to carry like way more. But I guess it might have evened out because there were only five episodes, so probably a smaller cast. Yeah. But what they had to do is they had to get in order the elimin- the name of the elimination, the man's name, and the woman's name. Oh, okay. Like they had misdirects. So, like, so they did not so fast. But one of the tires also said not too fast. Mm, I got so that you. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I gotcha. I that like makes it. sense. Yeah. That's awesome. That's actually pretty smart. That's awesome. Okay, so after talking about Kiki, that actually wraps up the Australian, Argentinian, and UK version. Yeah. Which leads us into the USA yes. uh, team that's coming in. So I like how it's very much an aspect of how we got like Amazing Race, Love Island, Survivor, and Big Brother. We got the four different teams coming in. Same kind of concept, just from different countries or continents, however right. you want to look at it. Well, countries, because Argentina is not a continent, yeah, I was... neither is the UK. But you're welcome for the geography lesson <laughs> that I just taught myself. Um, <laughs> Live on the air, baby. You do well in elimination. I would. You know what? I, I wouldn't. But that's a whole different <laughs> story. So who we've got back from Challenge USA to represent Team America? Is first is uh, you know what you can go ahead and say say Ben's last name because I can't say that. Sure, it's Ben Drebergen. Thank you. I I wasn't gonna get it right. Let's just be honest. It's Drebergen. It's not hard. Drebergen. Yeah. yeah. Well, I looked at it and it was like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> not not right now, Satan. <laughs> not today. <laughs> yeah. Get you next time. <laughs> Anyways, I'm excited to see Ben back. I hope we get to see. Yeah. Him see him actually if he can make the final actually run it you know i'm excited to see him get another opportunity at it because i think he was cut a little bit short you know what i mean he got screwed yeah because i I, I don't want to say he got screwed because like he had a legitimate injury yeah yeah it just it just sucks that it happens that it happened yeah yeah it was super unfortunate and i like to see that he gets the option to get some redemption I'm going to be honest, there were some people that didn't get called from the U.S. Well, I'm sure they got calls, but they weren't on here Mm -hmm. that I wish we could have seen. But after Ben, we the one person I am or two people I'm really excited to see is Justine coming back. And as long as there's not Sudoku somewhere in this game, she has a real solid chance of winning after what we saw in USA. She's impressive. Like and we we said that all throughout the USA season because we highly... uh, similar to uh what i can't remember i think you said it was kiki Kiki. or whatever yeah just we highly underestimated uh justine when when we got the cast announcement for usa um she fucking proved us wrong she kicked ass she won a daily she made it to the final she did really well in the final much better than i thought she would so i'm really really excited to see justine back i am too and it's the love island uh the Love Island effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're coming gotta, in strong I gotta, these last two, though. Yeah, yep. I gotta stop underestimating these Love Island players, man. I'm telling you, like, I'm I'm game for their bringing more amazing race people on, too. Yeah. From the performance we Hell saw yeah. in, mm-hmm. in Challenge USA. Hell yeah. And you know what? I, 
Look, I know there's like the purists who are like, oh, it can't be on MTV. Like, no, bring them all. Fuck it. Bring I don't them, care. Bring I don't care where they come from as long as they're good. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. The other uh, contestant that we have that I'm really, really excited to see back is USA champion for the males, Danny McRae. So for you survivor, survivor purists, you know, I'm from 41. We got introduced. Well, me, I did. I think Karina watched a little bit 41 before USA started, but I got mm-hmm. introduced to him through Challenge USA and then learned about his football background, got the opportunity to talk to him and saw him really succeed after shouting out Kiki all season long, which made him a <laughs> favorite. And Kiki so really awesome. the star, the MVP of Challenge USA. Really, though. And then to see Danny pull it off, know the Sudoku puzzle stay consistent like and that was the thing about him he didn't win a shit ton of dailies during usa mm-hmm. but he always placed high like yeah. he was always in the top three yes and then in it seemed like in the final like he might have won one stage but he was just consistent either for like second or he was right there mm-hmm. and then it came down to that mountain climb that mountain climb in the he Sudoku puzzle steady, yeah and and end up winning, and it was a much deserved win. He had a really great season. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Which included going one and zero in elimination, mm-hmm. and you know, with one daily win, I believe, or yes. did he get two? No, he got one. Ben is the only USA uh, player that has more than one daily win. Okay, on the cast, and then so excited to see Danny back. I think he's. He, if he wanted to, and the timing was right, he could easily make the transition to the flagship oh, and hell be yeah. a threat, yeah. a real threat. Yes. Absolutely. So, and we can sit here for the next half hour seeing Danny's praises, but the <laughs> the final contestant and your uh, women's champion from Challenge USA is going to be a Survivor alum and Survivor champion. Is that correct? Am I am I right on that? You are. Look at me coming in with the junior stats and info. Hot. (laughs) (laughs) We got Sarah Lucina. And, uh, you know, Sarah's a mixed bag for a lot of the fandom, you know, seeing her on Challenge USA. Mm -hmm. And it seems like she's uh, same in the challenge uh, or in the survivor world as well. Kind of a mixed bag. Some people love her. Some people don't. She's got one of those polarizing uh, personalities. Yes. Which is great for TV. Yeah, absolutely. I'm all for it. I'm happy that she's back because lover or hater she makes for good tv and that's what we're here for and look i i want to see her eat chicken wings (laughs) (laughs) i agree you know what i mean and i also really quick i just want to remind people as we're moving into this because obviously it's being brought up again and i think that people forgot from the last time that we made this clear to you guys like her or not Enjoy the fact that she won USA or not. She didn't win by default. She no. was going to win that final no matter what. The only way she would have lost is if Kayla would have won or if Kayla would have finished because Kayla was the only person who had enough points. Like everybody's forgetting there were points. It wasn't who crossed the finish line first. And that's, that's a big yeah. factor. A lot of you out there are forgetting. She didn't win by default just because she wasn't the first one to cross. Justine could have finished that and then still fucking lost. Like, so it just I reminder. <laughs> I, would, I would have to go back and look at our notes. But I, if I remember right, Kayla was close. But even when they got to the Sudoku puzzle, Kayla could I not you, win. I thought I could have sworn that we had said that that Kay, if Kayla would have finished Sudoku before Sarah, she would have won but, by one point. But I could she, be wrong. She would have had to win and 
other people would have had to finish in front of Sarah. Sarah would have had to been the last player person to finish. It couldn't have been Kayla. Well, and Justine Sarah. was already out, and so she she so was already, then, so Sarah yeah. would have been the last one. Yeah, and yeah, Angela was already gone too. So yeah, so at that point, Sarah was guaranteed to win. So it was really when Angela went out, Sarah had a really hard time. The really only way she was losing that is if she quit. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't look. It's not her choice on how the seasons put together it's just her choice on how she plays it yeah and she played that to a win yeah she got to the final she won the fucking final no that's it is what it is yeah and you know what she's a survivor winner as well so obviously she's doing something right exactly and 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 that was like i just like i said i just wanted to bring that up really quick just because i've been seeing it just like being bashed around again out there in like you know Twitterverse and Instagram land and Facebook, you know, whatever. And I just wanted to remind everybody that it wasn't who crossed first. Those people could have crossed and Sarah still would have won based yeah. off points. Yeah. So and she just had a really good first she, couple of days. For, yeah, she was consistent. Yeah. It was like almost like Danny. Like she was just exactly. consistent. And that's the game that they asked her to play and she mm-hmm. did the best at it. So I'm for it. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, so that's the four we're getting for uh, USA. I think the big misses that we were all hoping to see, obviously we knew she was going to turn down regardless was Angela. I was mm-hmm. hoping to see her back. Um, I would have also been over fucking joyed if she would have said yes, or if they offered it to her is Desi. Desi, yeah. Desi deserved the redemption. She did. I am a hundred percent on board with that so for all we know though she she got asked and said no very but, much could you know it, yeah i definitely think that it would have been awesome to see her back she's such an incredible competitor yes and an awesome person and like everybody in the house loved her even the people who didn't like work with her necessarily is, had great things to say about her so yeah i just i think that was definitely a miss whatever way it was not necessarily like blaming production but it's still just like it's a miss for the season just like i would have loved to seen kayla back on the women's side yeah and obviously we're dealing with a number saying they could only bring so many back right and there was a lot of people that really really like same with like on the guy side love to see tyson come back we obviously knew he wasn't going to based on everything he said (laughs) post-production yeah Yeah. and then yeah he didn't give a fuck about that final check he said fuck y'all yeah (laughs) Uh, would have loved to see dominic but i think he was kind of in the same boat where he was like nope not doing it and then Look, as much as I, I enjoyed Enzo on an entertainment uh, basis, I it's just not the right show. It wasn't the right fit for him. Yeah. But, you know, shout out to him if he comes back on the Big Brother, because I Hell will yeah. watch that shit. Fuck yeah. So looking at the total global MVP side, USA, Argentina, UK, Australia, from what I can tell and from what Tony's given us on the the other three shows and what I know about USA, it looks like a pretty decent cast. It doesn't look like there's yeah. any... Yeah quote-unquote layups anyone you're going to really look at and be like oh they got to go right away blah 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 you know it looks like they're all strong competitors that are going to put up a good fight which makes it really interesting when you see the breakdown of how these people are are we getting a legends versus mvps i know exactly what's happening but can you give me a an ad break first i mean i could give you an ad break but like i think the people want to know well they can know after that Anchor. Karina, I'm Anchor. telling you that Anchor is one of the best ways to do podcasts. Listen here.
All right, guys. Thank you so much for sticking through that ad. I got a frog in my throat. <laughs> Anyways, so as we were saying, yeah, Kay. is it going to be global MVPs versus legends? No. So here's here's the thing, and I I just wanted to bring this up, and this is not a spoiler because it's in the description of the season. It's in the commercial, like the advertisements and stuff, like the the what do you call them? Preview. Uh, promotion. Pre- Thank you. So basically, and I, I've seen people at like, why are there like 16 vets and they're just going to play this game of shooting off all the rookies and blah, blah. No. So <laughs> the format of the season is that each of the, the challengers from other countries will be paired with a challenge veteran and they will play through the season that way. What? Yeah. Fire emoji, fire Magic. emoji, fire emoji. Boo, boo, fire emoji. Yeah. So anyway, now. so. They're going to be paired together, which I actually think is really fucking dope. And I think it's really fucking funny because if I can't tell you which episode, but if you go back and you listen to us when they were first talking about this whole idea of doing the world's thing and you listen to our episode where we talked about them talking about doing the world's thing, we said that this was what we would want to see. We would eventually want to see all of these different USA, UK, Argentina, Australia come together and then bring in MTV vets at that time because everybody was like, why are there no MTV vets on USA? And I remember us saying how fucking dope it would be if at the end they all ended up coming together for Worlds and then they brought the MTV vets on and fucking paired them together and made them learn how to play the game with the vets and use this as like a, like a filter, right? To figure out like who can play the game, who can capture the attention of the camera, who can, you know, and I feel like this might be a really fucking good way for us to get like maybe not necessarily quote unquote rookies because they played the game before potentially even won the challenge before, but fresh faces on the flagship. Yeah, no, 100%. And I think, I think if you want to believe that one of us worked for the psychic news network (laughs) or phone hotline, you could believe that. You could believe that. I'm not saying you're going to be right or wrong, but it could be a medium. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stop watching that fucking miss cleo documentary call me now (laughs) sorry anyways let's hear about who these uh global mvps will be partnered with on the challenge world global legends fucking side you want me to just go down my list no i'm gonna i'm gonna go through the first one Uh, okay and we're gonna (laughs) i was like who are you talking to i mean Okay, I'm going to go in alphabetical order on this because that's the way it's listed. So we're going to start off first with one-time champion, three-time season veteran, 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 not rookie, not veteran, 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 (laughs) and a champ, Amber Borzotra. Bamber. Bamber. Why don't you give the stats on Bamber other than the one-time champ? Um, so yeah, like you said, three seasons, one final, one win. Um, she's got two daily wins. Uh, she's been five eliminations, or I'm sorry, she's been in uh seven eliminations, five wins, two losses. Um, you know, and she's just an all-around fucking badass. Like, there's just there's not much else you could really say about Bamber. Like she. She came in and, you know, people always constantly talk about this. Oh, you know, she only won because she played with Darrell and CD. Well, you know what? Fucking props to her for knowing who to play the goddamn game with and not playing around with this stupid like, you know, oh, I'm going to go play with the rookie. And that's 
that and we've talked about this before, but that's, you know, a, a, probably a big reason why she's not liked with by the vets. Some of the vets. Well, guess what? She's a fucking vet now. Yeah. So there's nothing you can do. <laughs> but, nothing. you know, but <laughs> she was smart enough to part to pair up with Darrell right out the fucking gate when they had to pick their partners and whatnot. That was the first person she went to. You know what I mean? Like she was she played the game smart enough. She got CT as a partner for the final and then decided to hold on to him, even though she had the opportunity to take Bessie back or like whatever, you know, but she made these choices. And they were good, well, good choices. Thing that worked out for her. Yeah, that was a dicey like, move picking CT instead of Fessy. Uh, like yeah, my five-time champ or overrated Division Two college tight end. And that's my thing is like that's what I don't get about it when people are like, oh, was she only won because she played with it? Well, duh, that's the fucking point. Like, uh, I don't know, but anyway, so, props to Amber. She only won because she crossed the finish line first. Because she ran fast. That's what you have to do in she did the checkpoints quicker than other people and then passed them and then yeah. finished first that's the only reason she won yeah it is that's how you play the game how you win look and regardless of winning the final or not five and two in elimination over three seasons to quote multiple people that we've talked to challenge contestants Bamber's got that fucking dog in her when yeah. it comes down to it and nobody yep. really wants to go down against her yeah. in elimination yeah because yeah. you don't know what's going to happen. Well, and that's the thing. Like, the people that she's lost to, like, she lost to uh, Bettina and Corey, Corey Wharton in uh, uh, Spies Lies or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was a and weird then, one, right? Where, and it, yeah. yeah, it was just a really weird fucking elimination. And then she lost to Jordan and Anissa. Like, in yeah. which in a fucking physical elimination where Anissa just pretty much dog walked her through the ring. Yeah. Like. What is it? You know what I mean? Like, you know, so it's like it's not even it's not like she's losing to people who like suck or in situations where she's set up to win. And she, you know what I mean? Like, though, I'm excited to see who she's going to get paired with. Um, I yes. actually already know. I Just do too. We're not going to do. But we're, we're not, not going to tell do, anyone. Yeah, we're not going to do partner uh, spoilers or anything. You, y'all just see that shit on Wednesday. Yeah, but Questions. but y'all be excited. But speaking of former partners, up next is Bamber's partner from season her first season. Uh, what was that? Double Agents. Yeah, where she was partnered yeah. with Darrell, who is obviously a longtime veteran, four championships under his belt, all consecutive. Which is a feat and they that were, has- and I just want to point out, people forget this part. Not only were they were all four of them consecutive, but they were his first four. So his mm-hmm. rookie, sophomore, junior, sophomore senior. junior, and senior year yeah. playing the freaking challenge, he won back to back to back to back. So, so he's a road, uh, road rules alumni from my personal favorite season of Road Rules, Campus Crawl, mm-hmm. um, with such vets as. And OGs is Kendall and Rachel Robinson and Shane. Yeah. Uh, so if you haven't seen that and you can find it, watch it. But why don't you give us the big stats from Darrell? Uh, so like you said, 10 seasons, four finals, four wins. He's also got three all-star seasons with two finals. On the flagship, he's got 38 uh, daily wins. And on the all-stars, he has four uh, daily wins. How many seasons does he have on flagship? 10? Yeah. And he's got 38. 38, yeah. Jesus, that's like four dailies a season. That is insane. And then for his um, eliminations, he has got six wins, four losses. 
you know, and his losses were to like um, CT Jillian and Pete CT. And then he lost that th- that four way thing on Dirty 30, Devin, Tony to D- Devin, Tony, Derek H. CT, but it, like it was all of them. Yeah. And then he lost to Corey in a speed competition, in a speed competition. Yeah. Um, and then on all stars, he has one win and one loss in eliminations. He lost to Jordan. So like, no, yeah, you know, yeah, there's no shame. But he that. beat Brad and yeah. Jody. And then what so he had, like, did he have two final final uh, appearances in, in yes. all stars? Yeah. All stars. He made he had three all star season. He's been on all three. Um, and then he went to the final twice and barely lost a yes in the first one. Yeah. Barely, yeah. barely. Yeah, because yes, had those. I sticks. mean, let's be honest. Darrell's resume speaks for itself. Yeah. He's going to bring a yeah. lot to this game. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked, honestly, to see Darrell in this setting because it's like it's not it's not like putting him on 38, right, where he's going against like all these new school people. You know what I mean? Like he's going to have some of his people there. There's going to be fresh new faces that don't really know exactly what they're doing. And then there's also going to be some, you know what I mean? So I just, I'm excited to see him, how he performs in this more kind of like a mixed bag. And I also feel like 38 was like, it was just a weird season for him in in the middle. Yeah. Like it was just a really odd season for him. So I'm, I'm stoked to see like how he comes back and reapproaches this season. See if it's any, you know, any different. So the next one I want to talk about, and it's hard for me to say that anyone is my favorite because there are some fucking heavy hitters on this legend side yeah but I, she's my favorite to see back like, like i've been hoping she was going to come back since all stars too mm-hmm. yeah um, she was one of my favorite interviews that we've done and that's jody weatherton yeah. like i am so stoked she's back i'm, I'm rooting stoked. for her so fucking hard yeah for you guys that don't know jody is an og she is originally from road rules extreme with Derek Kay. Mm-hmm. And then as well, she's uh, been on quite a few challenge seasons. Karina will give you the stats, um, but I can tell you she is a two-time champion. Yes. With that being said, I do want to let you guys know that Karina is really vying hard for that stats and info nickname and Tony <laughs> getting the beautiful wife nickname. So <laughs> I'm we'll see what happens. That. Yeah, I'm good with it too. Hive mind, bro. Oh my yeah. God. So Karina, why don't you give us a little bit more on the challenge fandom, well, at least part of the challenge fandom's favorite part, Jody. So, uh, so yeah, so Jody's done three seasons. She's made it to two finals and won both of them. Uh, and she's also done one all star season. Uh, she has 19 daily wins on the flagship in those three seasons. And then, uh, she also has four all star daily wins on the one all star season she did. And, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. she's done three seasons. Okay, so here, three seasons, dailies. three seasons, 19 daily wins, oh, two finals, Lord. two wins. So she's averaging six dailies a season. Then, yeah, in then, seasons that were like nine, se- nine episodes long. Yeah. Oh then, my God. <laughs> then. <laughs> She came to All Stars, what, like 20 years later? Yeah. And she won four dailies. And would in all stars, the only person I think could could have beat John A in that final was was Jody. Jody. Yeah, I agree. Like, fucking beast. And I am so excited to see her back, especially with some of the other women that are a little bit more new school that are on this cast. I'm excited to see her back. Yeah. The only thing with Jody is that like that, like people talk about on the flagship or whatever, is that 
She was only ever in one elimination and she lost it. And it was to Veronica. But on all stars, she's been in twice. She won one against Sophia. And then the second one, she lost to fucking Darrell and Janelle. So like, I can't really fucking hate on that, you know? And, but it's like, I, again, and I've said this, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I think that being able to be in a cutthroat type game like this, and even back in the day, it was still fucking cutthroat. If you didn't have friends in that house, you were fucked. Go watch the duel. Don't believe that shit. To be able to make it through an entire season and not get sent into elimination is also good gameplay. I'll just say that again. That is also good gameplay. (laughs) Like, so that is my defense in there. And I'm fucking stoked to see Jody. I absolutely love her. She's such an a wonderful person and she like super supports the podcast. So that makes me love her like even fucking more. So I'm, I'm super here for Jody being on worlds. And by the way, I'm just calling it worlds. I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I can't say all the names. I'm just the calling lost it worlds. worlds? All, like, I don't care what y'all do with that. I don't care, but that's what forbidden kingdom. <laughs> I would love to see her get paired with Tristan. That'd be cool. From what I've seen of him and what I know of her. I feel like they would be like a solid pair. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll have to see. We're going to have to wait till Wednesday am, to find out. <laughs> I am the one in this group that does not know who the pairings are. Yeah. So yeah, we're not confirming. doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. The other thing, do you, so because all of the other like USA, UK, Australia, I haven't seen Argentina, but I assume that it's the same, have the algorithm. Are you guys thinking that they'll be like paired together for good? Or do you think that they'll continue the theme of algorithm? I mean, which they've done for all of the other feeder shows for this. I mean, I know the answer. So like, hold up, hold up. <laughs> I don't, but I'm going to give you my impression. Oh, okay. If do I think it's, do I think the challenge would make the smart move and get rid of the algorithm? No, no, we're going to see it again. Now, Jill's do you want to com- confirm or deny if we're going to see not, I'm not going to say anything because that's a spoiler. I'm that's a fact. Okay. That's I'm true. not going to do that. Tell me, <laughs> a- tell me after we stop recording. Okay. All right. Each algorithm has looked different, though. It's really weird. Like, there's been a different, like, algorithm for the finals for each one. So the Australia one was completely different from the UK one. Yeah. Them just trying to probably work. the same purpose. That's weird. Just trying to refine it. Couldn't find a good design, probably. Yeah. All right. So getting back into uh, the legends, uh, the next one, look, the term legend probably doesn't do him justice in challenge lore. Yeah. Um, Some say he's the goat. Some say, you know, he's the goat. Other people say he's not the goat. Anyways, that's not up for debate. What is it? What's going on? And that is up for debate. But what's not up for debate is the fact that he's on Global World Championship LLC is Johnny fucking bananas. The seven time champ, the Tom Brady of the challenge. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Anyways, uh, I'm stoked. JK bananas. We fucking love you, man. No, I'm actually really stoked to see bananas on this. I was when they announced this world's thing, I was like. like you have to get like i know there's going to be vets i figured there would be vets on it yeah but like you have to have at least one of these just massive fucking players on there like you just have to yeah of course and and to have it be like as much as i would have loved it to be ct to have it be bananas in the mix with all these fucking new people is going to be really interesting 
and I think there's going to be a lot yeah. of entertainment. And I think he, I, we, I, no, I don't know. I'm hoping for some banana pranks. I'm hoping for some, just some fun through the season. And I think that if in any situation it was going to happen, it's in this one where bananas is on world. Well, it's, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry, Tony. I was just going to say, based on the fact that they're getting paired up with people, it is a real possibility that you could have a pairing of bananas and Sarah Lucida. Oh my God. I was just thinking how, how fucking, fucking great crazy that would, would be. That be? Oh my how God. amazing would that be for television? Oh, it would be great. Oh my God. Oh that, my God. That would be like getting, honestly, let me take a look. I'll talk about it later. But anyways, yeah. no, that would be fucking phenomenal to get yeah. that partnering. Partnering? Pairing. Pairing, yeah. partnering, partner. Mm. It would be like if in that scene where Bananas is flicking Nani with the towel when yeah. they're cycling, except <laughs> instead Nani gets off the bike and decks him. So quick, quick question real quick. Looking at the cast of this, do you think Sarah still wants to go into a hall brawl against a guy? <laughs> nope. no like because this cast just gets stronger yeah um and and that's why i'm saying look we're gonna find out these people from the usa where it was like kind of in a vacuum we didn't know how good they are or not yeah now we're gonna see we're gonna find out because also they're gonna be partnered or going against fuck it three-time all-star champion john a yeah and yes three times yeah they got the stat wrong they got the stat wrong yeah, when I watched the preview, three. that's the first thing I said. Yeah, three times three champ. Time. Three time yeah. women's champ, bitches. Yeah. So, <laughs> and look, John A's, I've said it before, and and I'll have Karina go into the stats on it. I know we skipped over Johnny's, Johnny Banana's stats, but the only one that matters is he's won fucking seven championships. I'll just say him really quick. 21 seasons, 10 finals, 7 wins, 68 daily wins, 13 wins and eliminations, 14 losses. Look, let's be honest. When it comes to stats, go. it's CT Bananas and everybody else. That's what you yeah, need to know. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> um, but with John A, fucking beast, three-time All-Star champ, playing a very CT-esque social game um, from what we see on the edit. Mm -hmm. Um, But with that being said, let's get the cold hard facts on John A's stats. All right. So I'm going to preface this by saying, by reminding everyone that John A definitely was not the same person when she used to play on the flagship that she is now. So uh, flagship stats, she did five seasons, zero finals. Um, She had six uh, daily wins. And she had uh, two elimination wins and five elimination losses. Now, with that being said, her elimination losses were against Cara Laurel on Rivals, Ashley Kay and Frank on Battle of the Seasons, Cara and Cook on Rivals 2, Anissa, and then Jordan and Sarah on Battle of the Exes 2. So, like, it's not like she lost to... She lost to fucking heavy hitters. Well, she beat Sarah, too. And then she also beat Sarah at one point, too. So, but then when she, like, like Rick said, um, as soon as she got to uh, All-Stars, three All-Stars uh, seasons, three finals, three wins. And she also has two elimination wins and no losses. So. Fire. Fire. Yeah. Just, she's a completely different person than who she used to be when she played on the flagship as far as like motivation and dedication to playing the game and strategy and, you know, alliance. It's just like all of that. It was very different before, like the way she used to play before. And I'm fucking stoked to see her back in the mix with some of these big names like bananas, like 
you know, I know Wes was on Wall all, uh, Wall Stars, was on All Stars, and so was Jordan. Technically, but... he was on Wall Stars. He beat yes. <laughs> that is facts. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and that's the thing is I was gonna say is like Johnny in the first two seasons, All Stars was a vacuum unto itself. Yeah. But in the third season, we got some mix of like some flagship people in there, so we got a different view yeah. of the competition. And, and she still won. And she still won. You know. Yeah. And. You know, it, was she going against some really some of the really strong women from the flagship? No, no, she was going against Kayla. But that's why I'm excited to see yeah. her in this one, because we do have some really strong flagship women on this one. Yes. Some we have already talked about, some we haven't talked about yet um, that we'll get to in the next few minutes. Um, and then obviously, like Sarah Lucina and, you know, Justine from USA. And then, you know, what whoever else, you know, obviously is coming from the other three that we've already talked about. So. I'm excited to see kind of where she is going to kind of fall in all of this. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of people that were on all stars three, the next person up is could be arguably the goat too, depending on how you look at it. You know, he's definitely on that Mount Rushmore with bananas with either Wes or Darrell, depending on how you look at it and CT, Mm -hmm. but you can't really argue this guy's place on it. And he's done now three back-to-back seasons, not in just flagship, but as far as now doing all stars flagship and now the global championship. Uh, and that's going to be none other than Jordan wisely. Look, I don't need to really say much more about Jordan, but Kareem is going to give you the stats on him. So you know what to look out for. Uh, yeah. So seven seasons, five finals, three wins, 23 daily wins. Um, and then he also had, uh, he had uh, 10 elimination wins and five losses on the, uh, on the main, on the flagship. Yeah. But and I was actually talking to Rick about this earlier. The the strange thing when you look at Jordan's elimination losses out of the five elimination losses that he's had, there has only been one in which he was fully equipped to perform in that elimination. And that was the one that he went against and he went against Horacio in this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other ones were bananas on the wall climb one, which obviously, yes, he voted himself in. But we know he knew in that moment he wasn't going to win that. The Fessy one, yeah. The Fessy and Mariah one, where they were put, they had to push the ball up the little ramp thing. Did he really lose that? Because he didn't get eliminated. It was it's more... marked. It's marked as a loss. Okay, fair. It's I, marked I as would, a loss on his record. I would I argue that. But... I, I argue it, but it's marked as a loss on his record. So I wrote it down. And then his final loss, you know, was against Bananas and Nani, which wasn't really as much on him as it was on the fact that, you know, Anissa was just so injured and and worn at that point. It just, it wasn't in the cards for them. Um, So like fucking, like you said, just absolute go. And same thing in all-stars, you know, he did the all-star season. He beat Darrell and the only elimination he lost was he lost to Mark in an elimination that he was not fully equipped to perform so it's just like look i hate saying that because look he did a very similar elimination against josh where it was all about holding on to a rope and he won that i I, and i understand that and but you're right i'm I'm not not saying and that's why i'm not saying like dude i'm just saying like these were specific ones that he had to use like his hand with the rope he could use like his arm and his leg and his body and that's what he was doing with that rope but that thing that he had to yank out of the fucking thing with Mark, how, there's what's he going to do? Well, it was the difference. Between, anyways, I don't want to get into yeah. the argument of Jordan's. Uh, Jordan's on. a fucking badass regardless. Jesus, it's ridiculous but, yeah. how fucking much of a badass that guy is. Um, So, look, he's going to make some waves on this. We already know. We yeah. know how he comes into this game. And I'm excited to see what 
how this is going to mix up. And then the next person we get is one time champ four season vet uh, just came off challenge 38 rider dies with her brother, the goat Kenny Clark. We've got his sister, Casey Clark. Woo. So look, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like I'm excited to see Casey Me in too. this dynamic mm-hmm. without Fessy, yes. without Josh, without Nani, the, without Nani. The only other person that she really fucks with in this is Tori and bananas and bananas. Yeah. And that's because yeah. she's done two seasons with bananas and she's kind of in an alliance with Tori. Yeah. Um, well, and she's tied to bananas through Nani, especially after, y- you know, yeah, no, 38 and, and everything. And that's so. fair. And, but like her only big brother alliance in this is Amber. Yeah. And but they're, they're not in an alliance. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> I highly doubt Amber w- is going to work with Casey after what happened on the first two seasons that she tried to work with Casey. Yeah. So and, I don't see that happening. And what Casey's got two elimination losses, uh, both from this last season of Ride or Dies. Yeah. So four seasons, three finals, one win, 18 daily wins, three elimination wins and two losses. And both of those losses were from this this season. Technically, they lost to Fessy and Mariah and then Jordan and Anissa in that three way elimination. Yeah. So. So excited to see Casey. Um, but let's keep it pushing. We got another, you know, most recently on All Stars mm-hmm. um, and, you know, is a longstanding vet from the Challenge flagship. Yeah. One of Karina's favorites that she enjoys watching. Hell and, yeah. And that's Kellyanne Judd. Yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, Kellyanne's originally from Real World, Sydney. Real World. Seven Strangers picked to live in the house. Oh, my God. I'm not going to do it all. All right. Tell us about so, Kellyanne. Uh, Kellyanne's coming in with four seasons, one final, and zero wins. Um, she only has one daily win on the flagship. Uh, for All-Stars, she's got two All-Star seasons, two finals, zero wins. And then for her flagship, she had uh, five elimination wins and three losses. On All-Stars, not so lucky. She only went into one elimination. It was against Kayla, and she lost. You know, but I'm uh, again, I'm excited to see what what Kellyanne can do in this like new setting. I know that in the premiere, we saw some arguing between her and John A. They've, you know, obviously like they've played together before. So I'm just I'm really excited to see how she navigates all of this with some people being there that she's worked. She's played with before and then also like a ton of new people. So new opportunities. But, you know, Kellyanne's never really been like the the super like outgoing go and make friends with everybody in the house kind of person. She's never really been like that. So I'm just, I'm just, I have literally no idea how she's going to approach this. And I'm just curious to see how it goes for her. Yeah. Same. But I, Kellyanne does bring a certain something to a season that you can't really get past. She's fiery. I love her. And the fact that we do see her kind of argue in one scene with John a makes it like, Oh, what's going on here? Another look, I've seen people, Talk some shit, but I fucking love this choice because to me, he brings a dynamic that is strictly flagship and he is one of the most consistent people we've seen over the last few seasons. Mm -hmm. Multiple time finalists, multiple nicknames. He only really needs one, but we're going to give you a couple of them. We've got Scuba Nelly, Spider Nelly, Trivia Nelly. (laughs) Of course, I'm talking about. Nelson Thomas and yeah. I'm fucking stoked. You guys all know I'm a huge Nelson fan. Um, yeah, I think we're all huge Nelson fans. Yeah, honestly, he's, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. He's you don't need a challenge win to be a challenge legend. No, no Nelson is a challenge legend. Yes. Very much so. Yes, and absolutely. Look, he has done multiple things throughout his challenge career that amount to becoming a legend. 
let alone what he did for Corey. Yeah. You know what I mean? That right there. What people, the amount of entertainment we get with him per season makes him a legend. Yes. You know, his ability to make finals and come just short is one of the most heartbreaking things. He's had some of the most fucking moments that are larger than the show. Yeah. And it's great to watch. So I'm stoked to see him. But let's hear what's his stat line. Uh, so Nelson has got nine seasons, two finals, zero wins. He's got 12 daily wins and then nine elimination wins and six losses. And then he also has a draw, um, the one against Durrell, where neither of them could really make progress on the other one. So after a couple rounds, TJ ended up calling it a draw. But I believe that was Durrell was a mercenary. Yeah. No, it wasn't dirty. No, it was what Vendettas. Was it? Vendettas. OK, yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah, I remember that. And right. He called out a draw. It was it was a good elimination. Yeah, that but, big one where they had to run around the circle thing, and yep, right. Laurel was there too. I yeah. forget who she went against, but she she Cam. Yeah. No, 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 no. She no, it wasn't in. against Cam. It was against some. Um, it was like against Natalie or Brittany yeah, or some, some shit. Yeah, it was like Brittany. I think you're right. I think it was Brittany. Yeah. It was so sad. Oh my god! It was, yeah, it was. It was okay. great. It wasn't sad. It was great. I love watching Laurel just dominate just people sad and take in, it and take like, it easy on them. Like, no, you did your best. Yeah, no, I just was sad as in like the unevenness. I was like, yeah. oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> but uh, look, I'm like I said, I'm excited to see uh, Nelly T in this. He's gonna he brings a flavor that is strictly his own to this challenge, and yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Up next, this one I am stoked about because I yeah. didn't think we were going to see her back for a couple more seasons because of a health scare that kept her out of ride or dies, which would have dramatically changed that game if, oh, uh, if yes. she was partnered with Jordan instead of Anissa, which was originally planned. But she had a health scare. She wasn't able to get clearance to go on, but she was apparently able to get clearance to film this, which was a big surprise to us, but a very welcome surprise. And yeah. we're stoked to see her back. And that's going to be none other than Nia Moore. Yeah, I'm so yeah. fucking happy she's back. Just, it, uh, awesome. Yeah, it, it, look, it's just a complete awesome person once you get to talk to her and get to have a conversation with her. And then the entertainment value she brings on TV, especially now, even with her maturity that she's gained over the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, you can look up her history, but the growth that she's shown, but still brings that entertainment and that little bit of drama when she feels like she's been slighted. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, like Amber, she's got that fucking dog in her when she gets in there. Yeah, absolutely. I love seeing Nia on here. I fucking love it. And I think I, I, I'm excited to see what she can do. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I just, I got really excited. Let's go. No, you're good. I get stoked for Nia too. So Naya's got two seasons, technically zero finals. Um, mm. She, I mean, she technically like was qualified for the final on X's, which is why she got the spot on All Stars 3, just a reminder. But then she got DQ'd before they got to run the final, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, so yeah, two seasons, zero finals, two daily wins, um, one All Star season, one final. And then on the flagship, she had um, four eliminations, three wins, and the only one loss. And the only person she's ever lost to was Kara. And then on All-Star, she also had an elimination, which she won. So, like you said, she's just, she's got that fucking dog in her when you can go into elimination against, you know, like, Bananas and Nani and Teresa and Wes. And, like, you know, the only person you lose to is Kara. Like, I can't really hold that against you, so. Exactly. Um, I'm super fucking stoked to see Naya on this. She's one of my all-time favorites. I love her. And anyone that wants to 
have a problem with that. I don't care. Okay. I'll fucking fight you. <laughs> I will fight you over fight Naya. You for Naya. The way Corey feels about Circle K is how I feel about Naya. I will. F- yeah. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Shout out to the Raging Cajun who's not here and Josh motherfucking Chambers. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. What's oh, that? why? Why have we been consistently sleeping on Love Island, folks? When you look at this next person on the list. Oh my uh, yeah, God. I don't know. Look, as much as um, I was excited about Jody, and to get to your point, absolutely right. We shouldn't be sleeping on them because we've gotten this person from them. But as excited as I was for Jody on the women's side, I am as excited, if yacht. not more excited for this. Dude. Because this is one of the people that all the fandoms like, he needs to come back. He needs yes. to come back. Been asking for years. For years. And look, this guy brings entertainment value. He is just an absolute beast yeah, when it comes to the monster. challenge. Yeah. And look, even with this stat cast, I don't know there there's more than maybe one person that could beat him on this cast on the male side. Yeah. Like I'm only like even with the legends that they have, it's like he's beaten a legend in the final already. And the person we're yep. talking about is none other from Love Island UK3. The one you guys all know we're talking about, Theo Campbell. Fuck yeah. I'm so excited he's dude, back. So excited. So stoked. Oh my God. Like, let's hear these, let's hear these stats. All right. So Theo's uh, done two seasons, one final, um, obviously zero wins. He came in second place behind Turbo on that. Uh, <coughs> Bullshit. On no, the War of the Worlds final. Uh, but in those two seasons, he had seven daily wins with um, five eliminations, four of which he won. One of them he lost, and the only one he lost was to Bananas, but at the same time, he also previously beat Bananas in an elimination. Um, he didn't lose to Bananas. He lost to Jordan. He lost to Jordan because he beat Bananas in the cage boxy thing. Yeah, and then he went against Jordan in War of the Worlds okay, 2 and well, lost that. The so. statement stands, he lost against the fucking <laughs> goat. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not but arguing also, his, his also, strength of schedule. Also beat a goat. Yeah. And also beat Kyle twice. So, like, I'm really, 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 really fucking stoked to see Theo back. Like, I'm thank you, challenge gods for whatever you did for production to cast him on the movie, because thank you so fucking much. We have been wanting this for a while. Yeah. Whatever you sacrificed, it was worth it. Yeah. Do it again. Yeah. Do it again. (laughs) Don't care. Do it again. Do it again. (laughs) Every season. If he'll do it, do it. Do it. Do it. Anyways, we're stoked to see Theo back. Hell yeah. Now, like, she's one of my personal favorites, so I'm totally stoked about this one. Hell yeah. And, of course, this next person is your reigning women's... Reigning champ, baby. Your reigning women's champ for the challenge flagship, and Hell that yeah. is none other than Tori, the real deal. Hell yes. So, look... Ugh. There's a lot we can say about Tori. Um, we're going to hold some of it, but why don't you give us Tori's stats? All right. So Tori's got seven seasons, four finals, one win with 24 daily wins. She's got five elimination wins with three losses. And yeah, I'm beyond fucking stoked to see her on this high level, especially after hearing about all the competition that's coming from like Australia, UK, Argentina. Well, obviously, we don't know much about Argentina, but UK and Australia, you know, it's not like these people that are coming over aren't going to be bringing that competitive edge. And then to also have people on here like Jody 
And like, I'm just, I'm fucking stoked to see how Tori plays this game. And again, against some goats, against some goats. And not only that, but again, the same kind of idea applies to Tori that applied to Casey. Like, you know, as much as I absolutely fucking adore and love and rock, I ride so fucking hard for the Vacation Alliance because I love every one of them in there. They're not all together on this season. So I'm in, very interested in seeing how Tori approaches this game without having, you know, that alliance um, there with her and having her friends and same with with Casey, you know, so I'm just I'm super fucking stoked to, to see her play this season. The one thing I will say is I do hope that before they went into this season, Jordan and Tori found a resolution to I do too. to their their I, wanna, I can't their do relationship. No more. I can't do yeah, that. Yeah. I want to see them on a positive manner yeah. in this season. You know what I mean? Because we don't need another season of them fighting. I know they don't want to do another season of them fighting. Yeah. No. But it'll be interesting to see how they interact. I'm interested forward. to see, yeah, if they're going to work together or what. But I don't know. Like, I, but with Naya in the mix, too, because now Tori, if Tori's fucking with Jordan, she's got to fuck with Naya because Naya's Jordan's friend, you yeah. know, and vice versa. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and from what we know, Naya and, Naya Tori, and fuck, Tori are, are fuck with each other. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. So these last two. Look, they don't they don't need introductions, both guys. But we have the reigning uh, next is the reigning all stars, three male champion, Mm -hmm. um, two time champion, world's most renowned genius. He owns a dog named Penny. I'm talking about none other than Wes Bergman, baby. (laughs) And look, Mount Rushmore, you know, in my opinion, all day Mount Rushmore. Dude, we've got three out of four Mount Rushmores on this season. If they they couldn't put CT, they didn't want to put CT in it and and I, show them all up. Just, you yeah, know what I mean? It's so just too much. Like CT's already beaten most of these guys already. Let's yeah. Let's wait. Let's know? wait. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, look, even if CT goes in this, very possible with the level of competition we're seeing in this, he could go home yeah. week one. You know, like you get yeah. fucked off and get yeah, put into an elimination with Jordan, where you have to run for four hours. Yeah, you just never <laughs> you know. don't know what's going to happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but no, we got Wes Bergman. Yeah. And look, we finally get after multiple years since their last parents together, we get the West Bananas connection again. We get to see if they're going to work together or if they're going to be rivals again. I'm <laughs> fucking stoked. Dude, Wes, it, it was said it. It was his title on fucking ride or dies. He's bananas life coach. <laughs> of course, they're going to work together. <laughs> we'll see who doesn't want to work with someone who they're has just, a dog. Named their Penny. games always fucking end up overlapping each other. Like even when they tried to work together on total madness, look what happened. They're just, they're too, they're two chiefs trying to fucking work together and that shit don't work that don't work loki you know what? so i i can't wait i want to watch it just blow up again like on total madness <laughs> so all right before i say this i want to hear what wes's stat line is because right. it's a long one it is so it's it's really not that long but 14 <laughs> what right. it's no, really not that long a lot he's of this a lo- no a lot of this is just the names of all the people he's beaten and that's a lot but i'm not gonna name no all i those don't off no right no we he's, yeah, he's a goat slayer just so, like everybody else 14 this. seasons five finals two wins one all-star season one final one win 25 flagship daily wins and then two all-star daily wins and then on flagship he has got 14 elimination wins with nine losses and then on All Stars, he is undefeated with one elimination win against Yes. Fucking beast. 
now how yeah, much like he's and that's the thing is like and, and this is the part where it's like it's so hard to like differentiate between like all these you know these like mount rushmore players right because like bananas fucking kills in finals right like bananas and 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 like jordan and ct like they fucking kill in finals but wes is one of those that i'd rather run against him in a final than try to beat him in an elimination it's like flipped yeah. for, like we're always talking about you want to try to take ct and jordan you want to try to take them out in elimination you don't want to run against them in a final because they're gonna eat you alive and I feel like with Wes, it's like it's almost backwards. And not to say he's not great at finals because he is, but you just have a better chance of beating him at a final than you do in a fucking elimination. Like, yeah. it, it's just that's yeah. his zone. That's his his place where he thrives. His end. Yeah. That pressure of being in an elimination and having to fight for your life. Like, that's where Wes thrives. And I'm I'm stoked to see what happens this season with that factored in. So to go back to what Tony said earlier, though. Like, how great would it be if Sarah Lucina and Wes were partnered together? <laughs> that would be <laughs> Look, yeah, that's how you know you gotta get one right there. Yeah. Tony got an yeah. actual audible laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't get the snicker. The yeah, no, that because Wes and Sarah <laughs> eating chicken wings together, oh that'd be god. fucking great. Be so oh my funny. god, they'd hype each other up so much. They would. He would fucking yeah. intent. He would just like keep pushing her too. Like it's oh, yeah. so funny. Okay, so, and last, but of course not least, it's only last because it's alphabetical, but he's first <laughs> in my heart. And that's, and look, honestly, on a real note, like this is probably one of the challengers I would most want to go sit down, have a beer, Fuck have yeah. a real conversation with. Yeah. Let alone Without just question. fucking hang out with or go hike with just a fucking cool guy. Yeah. And uh, that's none than Yes Duffy. Hell yeah. Um, yes is originally from Road Rules Semester at Sea. You know, OG champ, two-time champ. And Karina, why don't you give us the stats on this this guy? Uh, so, yes, has done uh, three flagship seasons, one final, one win. And then he did two all-star seasons with one final and one win. And that was the first one where it was a sole winner. Uh, on the flagship, he's got 10 daily wins. And on all-stars, he's got three daily wins. And um, he's actually never been in elimination on the flagship. And he went into elimination once on All-Stars, obviously lost to Wes in All-Stars 3. But yeah, like he's never been, he was never ever sent into an elimination. So interesting. Yeah, I mean, look, I feel like yes is a CT-esque as far as you would much rather see him in an elimination than you want to see him in the mm -hmm. final. Because yeah. in the final... Yeah. His endurance just, yeah. and his intelligence, it's second to none. Mm -hmm. um, it would have been interesting to see him and Wes in a final together. And, and Jordan. And Jordan in All-Stars 3. We didn't quite get that, but we got right. a good final. So here's my question, because that wraps up this, the cast. My question is, looking at this list, now we know a little bit about the global champs mm -hmm. or the global representation, but out of the legends, who are you taking on the men's side if in a final? Like, I, I mean, it's hard to argue Jordan, right? Yeah, it's, it's really yeah. fucking hard to argue Jordan. But look at the next, like, let's take Jordan out of the equation, right? You've got Banana. Theo, Bananas, Ooh, Wes, Theo. you know what I mean? Fucking Nelly, like, Nelly in a final. It, it, I mean, not good in puzzles, but getting better and picking up his swimming. I just don't feel like this is going to be Nelly's season, especially with all these fucking but big guys here. Like, yes, yes Wes, Theo, Theo. 
And then you have bananas, Jordan. bananas, Jordan, Darrell, Darrell. Yeah. It depends on what shape Darrell shows up in. I mean, like just all savages. In yeah. this, And it's hard to pick. I mean, like, yeah, I'm, that's I, I don't know if I could pick. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say Jordan, but well, I have yeah. to say Jordan. Yeah. But if I were to take Jordan out of the equation, it's a total fucking toss up. Uh, and yeah, I don't even know because I like them all. Like it's hard not to root for any of these guys. So here's here's my here's my thing though. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> because they're getting paired with other global players, it might not be a male veteran that wins. What if it's a female veteran that okay. wins with so, another? So which of the girls are we looking at heavy ooh. for winning from the legend side? So here's where it's fucked up, right? Because one two of these girls these legends is mm-hmm. is going to get in i i'm only saying this because these are the guys i know the best two yeah. of these girls are going to get partnered with danny and fucking ben who are going to be beasts and dailies eliminations and yeah and, and probably a final same look. with troy yeah same with troy right so we've got some like but i i just can't speak on troy from experience but yeah. let's f- say for for instance looking at the women's list like, okay, so maybe the strongest, least strongest as far as like physical strength in a physical elimination would probably be Kellyanne, right? Mm-hmm. But you throw Kellyanne and Danny together. Yeah. And that's a the whole fucking game. team right there. Yeah. You throw together fucking Ben and fucking uh, and Jody. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that's a fucking squad. Like, yeah. how do you root against that? So yeah. that's but without or I mean, or Tori and Ben, you know what I mean? Yeah. But here's my thing looking like if I'm just looking at these women in a final only. Yeah. It's really hard for me to go away from Tori or or Jody just because yeah, of their experience in the final. And then Casey's right there with John A. And then it kind of sits with. Amber, Naya, you know, maybe Amber's more with the Casey and the Tories, you know what I mean? But so it's just hard to go against Jody, yeah. you know, especially if she gets to that final. Yeah. That's you know tough. what I mean? That's fucking tough. Yeah. I mean, she damn near finished yeah. the duel as fast as West did. Any pairing that you get is fire. Like, there are no slouches on either side. So it all's going to come down to personality. Yeah. And how person A deals with person B and how well they're able to work together on the fly. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to be the difference because it's like a pretty even match. Right. For yeah. Any pair, no matter how you slice it, that they're going to be pretty even, which is good for once. Yeah. And that's the thing. We're going to get rid of that typical gameplay of get rid of the rookies in the yeah. flagship. So I'm excited for that. Tony, since you don't actually know the partnerships, I want to ask you this because we'll get a real true, you know, like just idea of what you would want to see in an ideal world, because we know everything about the legends. I'm going to ask you about USA. Who would you want to see Ben partnered with on the women's side for the legends? Um, I would say like based on what I know of Ben, I would say that he would do really well with like Anaya or like a Bamber or even oh. like you said, like or Kellyanne. Like, yeah. Those temperaments go really well together. And I could see them doing some real damage. Yeah. Agreed. I like that idea of Amber, Bamber and fucking Ben. Bamber and Ben. B and B. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. How about with oh, Danny? Yeah. Who would you want to see him partnered with? Dude, I mean, like Danny's gonna be hard to beat no matter what. Um, yeah, like I mean I would, I, would, I would like to see him paired with someone like John A. Like oh. 
Yeah, that'd be that's awesome. a that would killer be duo, right? I like, kind of want to see Casey for that football connection. Yeah, I was gonna say or Casey because like I think that Danny being paired with Casey gives them a really strong team, but because of how heavily featured Danny was on USA and how well liked he is by fans. Pairing Casey with him gives us an opportunity to see another side of Casey that we normally get with the edit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. That's a good yeah. way of looking at it. All right, how about for Justine? Who would you want to see her partnered with? I kind of want to see Justine and Jordan. Truth be told, oh, that would be fire. That'd be savage. I would love to see that. Yeah, that'd be fire. Yeah, Fuck, yeah that would fire. be fire. I was thinking maybe Justine and Wes. True. Yeah, that would be fire too. Just because their gameplays are so dynamically different. Okay, last one, Lucina. Who do you want to see Lucina partnered with? I mean, truthfully, I just want to see the chaos that bananas and Lucina <laughs> paired together causes. But yeah, I mean, I could see Yes doing really well with Sarah. Oh yeah, he'd that's probably a good handle point. it pretty well. Yeah, maybe he, I don't know. I feel like I don't Darrell. Know ex- I don't know how Yes Darrell would too, handle. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Darrell and Lucina would would be a good balance for each other because Darrell's so overly calm in those situations. He'd help balance out yeah. Sarah, you know, in a way. Oh god, that'd be cool. I feel like she needs someone to strong armor. I feel like giving her someone soft like Yes or Darrell, they're just gonna get frustrated so and irritated with her, and they're not gonna somebody like that is gonna oh, be able to fucking grab her fair. attention and be like, bro. Calm the fuck down, because that's not Darrell or Yes. They're the type to just sit back and be like, fuck. (laughs) You know? She's a marathon runner, too, right? So, like, if you put her and Jordan together, it's almost like a done deal. Yeah. You know which one would be fire, just looking at this? Mm. Danny and Naya. Yeah, could be. Yeah. That'd be a fire one. Anyways, we're just guesstimating now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, We've been on here for, like, three hours now. My ass is so We've been on here for two and a half. So, but we can close this out if you would like. Yeah. Okay. We can do that because that wraps up and the cast. I think Tony might have something. Well, no, add. Tony's going to just sit there, mouth open. No, I'm joking. Go ahead, Tony. What do you no, guys say? I breathe right now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, I was going to say that, like, if you want a truly Zen pair, I would say either Darrell and Yes paired with Zara um, oh. or even Kaz. Both, like, they would do... I would like to see Darrell and Kaz, actually. Uh, the, the Muay Thai and boxing would be kind of yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be dope, actually. Oh, yeah. I like you, Rod. I, that's a good idea. Anyways, look, we could sit here all night talking about pairings, or you can just wait till Wednesday and find out. Yeah, um, and I think uh, next week when we do the first week recap, once we, we officially know the pairings and stuff like that, um, we'll make some official, like, picks. Because... Oh. No, like picks, like who we think is going to win or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just hard to say because like. We don't know what the I don't, pairings are. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what the pairing. I mean, I do know what the pairings are, but we don't know. We don't know what the pairings are. are. So um, <laughs> it's just kind of hard to be like, yeah, this person, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, so I think uh, next week after we know for sure what the pairs are, we will uh, make some official picks. And um, yeah, no, I'm I'm fucking stoked to see this. I'm going to try to get UK in before it airs. But yeah, I I'm, yeah, I have faith too. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't we'll know see what happens. Faith. There's a lot of shit going on. But with there that being is. said, look, I'm fucking stoked to see this season start. I'm really looking forward to, uh, you know, seeing how this madness plays out. But with that being said, that's really all we have for the cast on Global World 
Championship LLC S Corp fucking conglomerate, blah, 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 blah. Um, because I can't say that word. That's like Karina saying aluminum. I'm not saying it. See, so I don't exactly. know why you're waiting. <laughs> I was just seeing if I'm I was gonna, gonna do get that lucky. on the podcast. Just gonna see if I was gonna get lucky. That's all. Anyways, um, I need them to think I'm fucking stupid. Yeah, two stupid people raising kids. I mean, I'm enough right there. So (laughs) that wraps up our conversation on global for this week. Uh, We'll be back next week with a full recap of episode one and, uh, you know, go through all of that. Hell yeah. As well as fucking, I'm sure talking about a whole bunch of shit as uh, off top as well. So (laughs) make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. Tony, do you want to go? Like, s- yeah. I was like, that's not the outro. No. I was like, that's not the end. Well, Tony it? was supposed to talk about Survivor. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Give a brief. You said he wanted to do a little kind of talk oh, yeah, about yeah, the yeah. season 44 opener. Probably one of the strongest premieres that I've seen in a while. Um, it, my, my complaint, and I've talked to this, talked about this with a few people, it's very, it's still very advantage heavy. So, like, mm. I understand a lot of the new advantages and they're pretty slick and I like them a lot more than some of the advantages we've seen in the past, but I do not know this cast anywhere near as well as I've known 41 through 43 by the end of the premiere. So it was very much like, here's all the flashy new things, but not here's who these people are. So I'm watching 44 and I'm enjoying 44 but my cast in my head is still 43. Like mm-hmm. I'm still rocking with like Owen and Jesse and Carla and all of them, because those are the people I know. And I yeah. don't know these people yet. With that being said, it was an awesome opener. Mm-hmm. I like the change of the mutiny idols. Now they're literally in a cage on their beach and they have to like find the key for it instead. And it's just sitting there in a bird cage. So if somebody takes it, then you know, and in the thing, there's a medallion with that is an immunity idol. And then there's a fake one. So mm-hmm. you take the real one, you leave the fake one and throw the key away, I guess. And somebody else has to find it and realize that they have a fake one when they play it at tribal council. Oh fuck. That's going to play out. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I will also say like the things that they've changed. I really liked. But it's also absolutely worthwhile to check out um, Jeff Probst's podcast. So he now has a podcast that drops after the episode airs every week, but it's from a production standpoint. So it's not a recap or anything like that. Like he's not taking away from any of the other podcasts that are already running for Survivor. Mm-hmm. This one is strictly like from a production standpoint, they go from a different angle every week using that week's episode as a jumping off point. Mm. So this week's episode is all about how they get from planning to day one of survivor and what goes into it. Hmm. Um, like the casting, the, like the challenges sets for tribal council, everything like that. And it's only like 45 minutes, 48 minutes. So Uh it's pretty easy to just like toss on. Yeah. Yeah. What was I going to say with, I know you haven't gotten much from the cast, so it might be better served to wait till next week to, to ask this, but any standouts that you could see coming on to Challenger on the challenge yet? A uh, guy by the name Brandon. He fits like fits the sort of bill. Um, I would say he's he's the one real standout as far as like normally the challenge. If they bring somebody over from Survivor, they almost have to have that physical component. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they tend to overlook like everything else. Not to say that everybody who comes over is just physically strong, but that tends to be their like primary focus. Yeah. And then they bring the people over who are strategic as hell and physically strong. But I would say that Brandon is the standout for like this episode. There was another guy named Matthew that I could conceivably see, but he's already identified himself as being the oldest on his tribe. So I almost feel like that just discounts him from coming over to Survivor. Like he might yeah. do like a challenge USA. But yeah, I would say Brandon is probably the the primary one. There are a couple hmm. of women that could as well, but I'm really, again, I don't know people's names this time around, and it's frustrating to me because I normally do. <laughs> it's first episode. Give yourself a break. I don't know who people are, but there are a couple of people who I would absolutely see from the women's side that could very nice. easily make the jump over. I like it. Well, I know. We'll keep touching on it through the, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. keep going through the go, season. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to watch it this week, catch up on the first episode, and I'll try to get into the second yeah. one now that we kind of get back into a routine and maybe give a little bit more in-depth idea on who we're liking, who we're not liking, and yeah, how we're liking this new change to the season as well. I know it's it's hard to really give a prediction when we're in episode one. Yeah, on it. yeah uh-huh. totally. That's kind of the, the aerial view. Um, the 30,000 foot? I didn't want to take your line. Um, it's okay, hive mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True enough. I like it, I like it. So if you okay. guys haven't seen this, uh, this newest season of the, cha- of, uh, I'm sorry, the newest season of Survivor, and you got Paramount Plus, hop on there. I know they put it up usually next day or maybe a couple hours after it originally airs on broadcast. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as you will be needing Paramount Plus to watch Challenge Global World Championship Esquire. So make sure you guys check that out. I think they have some different coupons on there so you can get seven days free uh, when you sign up. Maybe just, you know, enter multiple emails. I mean, that's you, not us. Figure it out. Um, But with that being said, guys, that uh, wraps up our recap of the cast of the Challenge Global World Championship, as well as a brief, brief recap of the first episode of Survivor 44, which we will get a little bit more in depth on when it's not just Tony talking about. We can actually give some insight to our (laughs) thoughts as well. Um, You know, so with that being said, that's going to call it a wrap for us. You you guys want to know what my MVP for this week was? Us. For still doing this episode. Ooh, so hell yeah. MVP to the Challenge <laughs> Fan, the podcast. If you guys get a chance, make sure you subscribe. Uh, make sure you rate us five stars. If not, you're, you're a hater. We still love you, but you're a hater. Um, <laughs> and that's all I got. I'm fucking out. Ricky Hayes, uh, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes, and of course, Tony Statson and Valance. We want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we hope you have a great day, great evening, great week, whatever you're doing right now. I hope it's great. <laughs> a solid outro right there you're welcome whatever you're having i hope it's a good one <laughs> yeah you know what or sorry about that i don't know thanks thanks for inviting us into our ear in, i'm sorry thanks for inviting us into your ear holes for the last two hours i hope you enjoyed it bye later bye